Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. Woody's just Wait. hit herself. This is the intro no, of the that, podcast. You always do this. You always start recording. You might have to producer that out. Rhea, do not put this in the on the podcast. My mum asked me how to download the podcast yesterday. I said I'll show you tomorrow. I don't want to show her. Why not? It's good. It's all the good stuff. Imagine without the tr- bad stuff. We chop out the bad stuff. She already said to me last night. I haven't watched Maths yet. Married at first sight. Mm. Anyway, she claims that she doesn't watch it. And she said to me last night, oh, what do you think of that 42-year-old girl that's on maths? And I said, mum, I haven't watched it yet. And she goes, oh, she's always talking about sex. Oh, sex this, sex that. I said, sex is a beautiful thing between two consenting adults. Yeah. And I forgot where I was going with this. Anyway. Surprise. My point is. <laughs> Surprise. Woody's my lost point is, track. I don't think mum should be... Watching maths, listening to oh, the no, show. Oh no, let her do. Let her watch no, what she wants. Let no. her watch. Her, let her listen to our show. Hello, Liz. Because this don't. is a special shout out just for you. Don't. From tubes. I'm supposed to be. So in her. No, actually, that's a lie. I'm a pastor's daughter. Yes. Yes, you are. And you know what they say about them. Anyway, uh, we had a big show. We did. A lot of lot of scam chat. Yeah, yeah. We didn't actually. Mm-hmm. We. We sh- we need to get to tomorrow's show shortly because we've forgotten a lot of things. But, but oh yeah, we forgot that uh, you're going vegan for. A well, week. I didn't forget. You, I didn't forget. What I love is when you sign a contract with Radio because you this is the first signing that you've had. Yeah. You kind of sell your soul a little bit. I don't know. Well, and the boss said you will be going vegan, and I think it only really happened because. You bag out people that are vegan, like producer Rhea. No, no, I don't. I want to be they a vegan. They can do whatever they want. And I've tried dabbling in it, but I have really bad commitment issues. It's not for me. No, thank you. And you said that you had this vegan burger that tasted like leather, a leather sole. And it's like you you've, you haven't come up, you haven't got caught up yet. Vegan food can be incredibly beautiful and delicious. Oh, that's so really selling it. We're that's do really selling a, it right there. In North Hobart, there's an entire... That's restaurant. Fine. It That's has fine. like the big mock. I There's think it's certain called the big things mock. I don't like tofu. And I've but tried this it. This is it. You're stereotyping vegans no, as though they I'm only eat tofu. They don't. Are they eat vegetables? They don't eat they don't eat milk, which is a big no, part I don't of my diet. Anyone eats milk. Milkshake. I think you drink it. Oh well you consume it, whatever. Oat Look, milk. We did almond milk. Our carryover champ. What? Trivia was good this week. You are deflecting, so but on the show, make sure you check out tomorrow's podcast. If you can't be bothered with this one, that's fine. Because tomorrow this we'll get you good. to try some vegan. Oh, this is going to be great radio. <laughs> I hate announcers eating on air, but we'll try vegan sausage versus the real sausage. Uh, you won't be able to tell the difference. I'm guaranteeing it. Okay. Yep. That'll be fun. Here's what you missed. This is Woody and Tubes. Yes, you at the back. Good morning. This is good morning, Tazzy. This is what Tubes does. We'll be seconds away from going. He puts his hand up. Well, I just wanted to say. And I don't know say, what you want. What do you want? I just wanted to say. We've been together all morning. What do you want? It's a clear drive-in from Claremont. 15 minutes to the city. Lovely and clear. So if you're driving, 15 minutes from Claremont into Hobart. We're going to be giving you traffic Cruising. updates across the morning in real time. In real time. And 13 what, minutes from Kingston. How long would it have been yesterday? With the Iron Man Ooh, woman yeah. challenge, well, Iron Man, Iron Person. Well, it was, uh, yeah, true. Iron Human. Crazy from those people, by the way. If you took part in the Iron Man seventy point three event that happened yesterday, the one point nine kilometre swim, the ninety kilometre bike ride, then the twenty one point one kilometre run in succession. Or yeah. if you did it as a team, send us a text, 0488881073. Or if you were stuck in traffic, how long did it take you oh, yeah. then? That's when you needed traffic updates yesterday. My sister-in-law lives in Old Beach, works in Lindisfarne. She has a cafe on the Eastern Shore. She drove in early, said no troubles. I think that's because she left at 5, <laughs> five in the morning. It was mayhem, though. You had parts of Old Beach closed. So if you needed to go to the oh, airport, yeah. you have to go through D-Tree. The Bowen Bridge was shut. Yeah. I know. And 
you couldn't get to... So if you wanted to go to Risdenvale mm. from Glenorchy, you had to come down via the Tasman Bridge all the way through Lindisfarne, Gilston Bay to Risdenvale. That's a long way. That's a long detour. But it is, but we weren't running it. So. Good times. $4.3 million added to the economy. Oh, it's, That's great. It's, such a, it's so good that we've got these huge events. International events. Coming to Tassie and people are travelling from all over the world. Let's not forget Alone's going to be filmed here later in the year. Oh, that's... That's on the west coast that, of Tassie. That's probably looser than doing... <laughs> for 70.3 Iron Man. If you don't know what Alone is, it's Survivor on steroids. You are dumped in the middle of the bush. You've got your own camera equipment so you don't see anyone. No, thank and you. And you're given nothing. Not for me, no, And then you. you never know when people are voting. Like when pe- You can actually call them and say, I'm out. But you never know who's out. There's no communication. So you have to try and last to be... You have to stay to be the last one. At least here in Tasmania, what are you going to deal with? Snakes would be the worst. Spiders, if you're dropped, mosquitoes. If you're dropped, Tassie Devils. Devils. You probably oh, got a tiger out a there. Devil's going to stay away from you. What? A, t- a, a Tassie Devil will stay away from humans. They what? won't chase a human down like we, they we, do in because they did it in North America. They have bears and moose. Are you telling me to be dumped in on the west coast I'm in the saying, middle of rugged jungle that that would not be dangerous? What I'm saying is that if you were to pick a place to be dumped. The southwest of Tasmania ain't so bad. Why don't you do it then? And we'll see how long it takes you to find your way out. I liked it. We had a lovely day down there <laughs> at Melaleuca. But at least I could get the plane home, right? And I didn't um, see any snakes or bears or anything that was going to kill me. Because so. you were in a plane and you had guides and you are on a platform through the bush. And a delicious this- lunch. <laughs> Thanks to Power Avion. It's Triple M Breakfast. What have you had for breakfast? What? what I'm happy. You, oh, I don't know God, what. God, heaven just, help me that I'm happy. A Red Bull and a, a show that I'm happy. And a coffee. No, a coffee. I don't do Red Bulls. I don't do Red Bulls. I feel like you might have. My mum's just discovered Red Bulls, and it's the worst idea ever. I mean, this is a woman who has a smell of champagne, and she's on the tabletops dancing, asking people to dance in G strings. She's a pastor's wife, but that's okay. Nothing wrong with it. I'm fine. What I mean. Let's talk about power prices. Yeah, Taz Networks have released their combined revenue proposition for 2024 to 2029. It's basically how much they plan to spend and charge their customers for the next five years. And it looks like we're in for another increase because 40% of our bills are for our network charges, typically around 40%. So they're expecting a 6% increase for households, which is about $45 a year. Now, that doesn't sound like much over a year. It's a dollar a week, but it's still an increase. Uh, and, and 2% for businesses, that's about 60, 62 bucks a year. Uh, and that's up. This is the thing when it's like, oh, it's only a couple of coffees. No, but this has been continually on the rise. Well, we know that the network, though, is an important part of our electricity transmission mm. distribution and uh, and retail. So that that's part of it. If we don't have good transmission, we don't have good supply, we need it to be reliable. It's a big part of what we do every single day. Um, I think the problem is that they haven't taken into consideration the North Northwest Transmission Line, which will be going up towards our wind farms and things like that. And of course, Marinus Link, which is a huge project at the cost of around a billion bucks. So I think maybe we need to look into this a little bit further, Woods, because Tasmanians have been paying. We took a 12% increase last year That's on what I'm generation. Saying. It's continually going up. Everything is, though, isn't and, it? Yeah, but it, it, it's already having such a huge cost on people in our community. Yeah, and, for sure. And I feel like sometimes we get a lot of runaround. We have reached out to so many different politicians and we are trying to understand why it can't be capped, why there can't be more relief, why when we're generating it, and the dams are full, we know this. Yeah. We went up, we took a drive up there and looked, and they're full. <laughs> they are. And why are we, why, because we're selling it to the mainland and then we've got to buy it back. The, it's, it's again, ludicrous. like I think we've had. And we've I don't had, pretend to know it all, but that's my understanding. No, there's independent, uh, what's it called? The, the energy regulator. Regulator, that's it. Independent regulator that sets the price for power. And I think we need to – that's the National Energy Market, the NEM. Mm. 
think maybe we need to disconnect from that <laughs> because Tasmanians seem to be wearing the brunt of what what inconsistent electricity they have on the mainland. Yeah. We're very, very lucky here because our previous generations decided to dam a few lake rivers and, and create hydroelectricity. So it's 100% renewable, which is fantastic, but it also belongs to us as Tasmanian taxpayers. So hopefully we can get on the line and, and understand a little bit. If yeah. I'm honest, I don't... <laughs> I still don't know how it works, and I feel no, like I'm one of that. these privileged people that gets the information, That's but I can't purpose, wrap my though. mind around it's it. Done, it's almost like overconsumption of information, so you get confused and you just stop asking questions. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah we'll keep looking into it. We'll keep asking the questions for as long as we're here. <laughs> hey, you know about the 14-year-old Charlie from Kingston? He's the drummer boy. I did see this in the He's news. He's a really good drummer. I saw uh, the guys from Luca Brasi go down and connect with him. Oh, so what's the actual story? Alert. I just spoiler. want to know what the story is. Like, That's, why did what's they... the story? No, but he was drumming, wasn't no. he, and copping a bit of Yeah, flat. the neighbour wrote a horrible, horrible uh, email letter uh, to him to discourage him. But, yeah, he had a visit from the, over the weekend from Luke Brasi, which yeah. we love, and yep. also the Wolf Brothers – and they gave him so the Wolf Brothers gave him free tickets and backstage access to their new show, and he also got uh, a pair of drumsticks that were signed. Yeah, by the guys from Luca Brasi. Danny Flood, one of the great drummers, has gone down there with I think I think it was Tyler Richardson from from Luca Brasi. Great to see local bands getting around a local oh. musician. And if, when you can play, it's different, isn't it? Well, well, if no. you if you if you can't play, if it depends what you. But playing. you have to play to get better. It depends what you play. My brother used to play the drums all the time when we lived in Rose Bay when I was younger, and this was only in the middle of the day. And well, he that's got fine. he came out one day, and the next door neighbour hosed him. If hosed him, with I don't feel like with that. the hose. Yes, like put the hose on him. Yes, it's a bit much. Oh, look, good on you, strip <laughs> <laughs> breakfast. With Woody and Tubes. Keep playing, (laughs) young man. This is Woody and Tubes. Got a man that pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose, broke a record. That's not news. Ended up in hospital for attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. (laughs) That's not news. No, wait, I'm not finished. So we've been following closely over the last 10 months the man who married his sex doll and he's Don't say we when you mean you. You said when we started the show that we're now a we. That's what you said. I haven't been following this story though. We have. We have and by we, we mean you. We have an update on that. Remember just before Christmas... Is this a legal marriage? This... Bodybuilder married a sex doll. Is that a legal marriage? That's the only question I have. We can look into it and bring it back tomorrow publicity if you like. Publicity stunt. So we can talk about... No, it wasn't a publicity stunt. It's actually a real name. It's called aglamatophobia filler. Okay. Um, filler, all right, when I does. a person is sexually attracted to inanimate objects, including dolls, statues, and mani- mani- mannequins. And I've always <laughs> said this. If you're... <laughs> if it's consensual and it's legal... What? And you're not hurting anyone. I don't care what no, you do. No, do what you want, but do let's not talk about it on a uh, Capital City Radio breakfast show. Okay. Well, I'm guess. just giving the people what they want. <laughs> so this, That's a huge assumption. This is a guy that's a bodybuilder, right? Mm. And his wife's called Margot. Remember, she broke just before Christmas, so we had to send her off to Hang get on, fixed. Hang on, is this his actual wife or his sex doll wife? No, he just has one wife, and that's his sex, sex doll, doll wife. wife. Yep. So it's no secret that sex dolls have blown up over the years, right? So you can. <laughs> oh, who wrote that line for me? That's very funny. Very good. Ugh. Very good. Don't this one's not a blow-up one, though, is it? Yes, this it's a blow-up doll. I'll She's a blow-up doll. I'll show you a picture. Oh man, what is he? He's eating pizza off a pepperoni pizza. She's not blow-up. Oh, was she silicon? You know we'll who is. We'll look into it. Tubes, I have to get to the story. No, you don't. Do you know there's now brothels dedicated to them as well? Yuck. And they're sometimes the main victims of heists. Yeah. South Korea, actually. Here's a bit of a few facts for you. Uh, They've just legalised them as well, the blow-up dolls. Uh, anyway, in this extensive interview, 
he talks about tying the knot in November. He said he's now like one of the most famous people on Instagram. Yeah, because it's a publicity stunt. No, it's not. It's this actually like, not. Oh, guess what I'm going to marry? I'm going to marry this keyboard. But you don't get it because you... Guys, I'm so in love with this keyboard. You yeah, can't... look, I can't... I, I am who I am. I love my keyboard so much. It's just the way the QWERTY UI op looks at me. I just feel like I'm in love with this keyboard. I might marry it. And I'll just, Put me on I'll... Instagram. Click, click, click. Someone goes, this guy's nuts. He's marrying his keyboard. You know? I would support you in that too. Yeah, that. of course you would. Of course everyone would. But I don't. I, I don't love my it's keyboard like the, because it's dumb. It's like the woman that fell for the Berlin Wall. Remember, or the one that married the <laughs> I Eiffel fell Tower. for the Berlin Wall. The ball, no, Berlin Wall fell. I'm not trying to in make the eighties. A joke. David Hasselhoff helped. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to have to bring it back tomorrow. Oh, because we've please. got to get into. He Do talks us about a favor and not. But you know he didn't order her, so he talks about when he met her for the first time in a bar. No, he didn't. Yes, he does. He bought her. No, he didn't at buy the her. Bar. No, no, no. She was a waitress at a bar he went to. <laughs> no, no. Inanimate objects can't serve drinks. She was, and we hear from the bartenders. No, I refuse. And also, he goes into his their life together. <sighs> and, oh, I didn't even get the to any of the, the music stop. <laughs> We should celebrate. What? Whatever. It makes people happy. Like I said, yeah, as as it's legal and can... Oh, uh, it's mind. Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Text chat. Love getting your texts on 0488 881073. You can text about anything at all. Tubes, if you enter and finish the 2024 70.3 Tasmanian Ironman, I'll match your entry fee to a charity of choice. Cheers, David. Thanks, David. David did the Ironman. Yeah, he called in on Friday. He came from Melbourne for it. Loose. Yeah, his family live here, but he's in Melbourne at the moment. Uh, he listens on the listener up too. Yeah, so many, so many roads were closed, but one epic effort. Massive. And a Tassie winner as well. Tassie winner. Uh, yeah, Jake Burt. Bert Whistle mm. won the men's event. Unbelievable stuff. Tasmania man, well done. Did it in about just under four hours. Loose, I don't know how. Loose behaviour from Jake. Well done. Uh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't think... I might be able to train to do the swim. I might be able to train... I could probably do the bike ride slowly. I don't think I could do both of those then a 21.1 kilometre run. You're just in stages. Like, like honestly. If you I, had a week to do the bike ride. Yeah. A month to do the run, I, I, then I'd be there. I'm a large man. Big men don't run 21.1 kilometres. Again, how big was Usain Bolt? Yeah, he's big. Oh, he was a sprinter though, yeah, He's big and fit. Yeah, I can run 100 metres. Probably not as fast as, as Usain. Probably not. Even if I tried... 33 hours, 49 minutes and 20 seconds. Well done. Jake Burt whistle. And well done to Ellie Salt House, who did it in 4 hours and 25 minutes, who won the women's event. Well done to all of the athletes that completed about 1,200 people. Excellent work. Missing the sweet and soothing sounds of the magnificent tube sailor after spending a couple of weeks in his company, had to tune in, listening on the listener app, Love from the Hyper Group, Greg, Brad and Ranald. Who's that? The Hyper Group. I think they do the fireworks at the... Are you just reading out your own personal text now? No, no, it just came in. Oh, I love Just came in. She's the best announcer Well, there's a lot of of text coming in on 0488 about Woody joining maths, but I was going to leave that for another time. Morning, Woody and Tubes. I just wondered if you got a text about all my messages and numerous emails I've been receiving from people I don't know saying click on a link. I've won a big competition. I don't know how to stop them, and we'll have to contact the ACCC, Optus, Social Media, and Scamwatch. I literally have hundreds and just wanted to ask you if you could please pass it on to the listeners. I would hate someone getting caught up in it. They're calling me by name, so it makes it sound like someone you know. But, of course, yeah. I don't. Cheers from Trish in Bridgewater. There's so many scams oh, getting around at the moment. And just over the weekend, a stack of Tasmanians were scammed. We're going to talk about that after 7 this morning. And we're going to have an expert on 
to what to, you could look out for because they're getting really sneaky now. Savvy. Right? Very, very savvy. Lots of text messages with links. And yeah, even never some of them. Click a link. Is that a message to your mum specifically? Wait till you see what she did last night. <laughs> All right. Well, you can text us anytime, 0488881073, or give us a call, one triple three five three. We do have the hacker expert on. He used to be a hacker, and now he spends his time teaching people what to avoid and how to avoid it and what to do if you are scammed. It's going to be a good chat. So much sport over the weekend, Woods. Yeah. So much sport. Iron Man, woman, Iron Person. The BBL finals, huge yeah. win to the Perth Scorchers. That was legitimately wonderful to watch, despite not having a dog in the race there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Perth Scorchers won in a ridiculous match in front of 53,000 people over there at their stadium in Perth. But the big one was Jack Jumpers getting a big win over the Illawarra Hawks, 87 to 63. A huge win, which secured a finals berth for their second season in a row. So The second season overall, which is incredible. Because a few people were writing them off at the start of the year because they had a bit of an ordinary start. Tubes, Taylor. And I said to you... Okay. Just like you quit on Carlton that time. No, I've never quit on Carlton. You did. Don't quit on Carlton. You, 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 well, you stopped your membership. No, I didn't. I never quit on Carlton. I anyway. Break. It's not about you had a stop, break. Stop trying to okay. stop trying to railroad me like I railroad you. In. That's not news, Woody. <laughs> the Jackies had a big win. Unfortunately, it come at a cost though, with a pretty significant injury to Josh Majet, the general. The point guard, the man who I think is probably the most important player on the team. He is the man that carries the ball up. He's the hardest bloke to replace, I reckon. It'll mean he's got a broken cheekbone and a fractured eye socket. I don't think he's... From the game. From the game. Copped an errant elbow from a Illawarra Hawks opponent. That's like one of the hardest parts on your body. Yeah, he copped it pretty bad on a fast breakaway and he just put his arms up to try and draw a foul and copped an elbow. Uh, I think it'll be very difficult for him to come back, even if he wears one of those, like, hockey masks, you know, things that some you see some players yeah. wear. Kyrie Irving wore some in the NBA a few years ago. Um, but we've got a match. We've got our finals match against the Cairns Taipans on Thursday in Cairns in the seeding qualifier. So it's a playing tournament, one game only. The good thing is, if we lose, we play the winner of the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix and the Perth Wildcats, who incredibly had to beat the Sydney Sixers by 11 points to knock out the Melbourne United from the finals. Up by 12, the Wildcats went, the game went down to the last two minutes uh, against the Sydney Kings. So the ladder leaders, they had to beat the ladder leaders by 11 points to get into the finals. Down to the last two minutes where Sydney King DJ Vasilevic had two real good looks at three-pointers and couldn't get the bucket, meaning that the Wildcats were into the finals and the uh, the United team were out. Now, this I, I bring this up for a reason, Woods, mm. because in the end, both Perth Wildcats and Melbourne United on the ladder were 15-13. So 15 wins, 13 losses even. It went down to percentage. They were down... The percentage difference was 100.47% to 100.41%. That is two points that separated 6th and 7th over the whole season. The reason I bring this up is because our coach, Scott Roth, has this rule that if you're up by a lot at the end of a game you don't, and the, it's counting down and you have possession, there's no chance the other team will win, you hold the ball and you don't shoot. This is like a gentleman's sort of rule of, of basketball where you don't shoot the basket because you've won anyway. What's the point of making? Well, there's the point right there. That there's the point right there. That is two points literally. over a whole season of basketball that has cost Melbourne United not playing finals. Anyway, good, good news is the Jackies are in. Play the Cairns Taipans on Thursday. When we go into the playoff three-game series against the New Zealand Breakers, lose. We go into another playoff game against the winner of Southeast Melbourne Phoenix and. 
the Perth Wildcats, which is what I wouldn't want to do. It's triple M breakfast. The stack of Tasmanians were scammed over the weekend. I hate it when people get scammed. I, yep. it's, I've done it. Like I, Not the scamming, but I've clicked on links. I remember Telstra apparently had a $15 voucher for me and I kept clicking on the link and entering my details and it got to the point that I rang Telstra and they're like, that's not us. It you happens. How do the Tasmanians get scammed over the well, weekend? Well, you know Festivali. Oh, great event in Lonnie. I haven't been there yet. It's so fun. It was over the weekend. It was sold out. 28,000 people went. Unbelievable. Well, they did have some big bands playing there. They had the Super Jesus and the Living End on Friday. Then Sneaky Sound System and Shepherd on Saturday. And then Thirsty Merc and The Waste on Sunday. It's a great event. It's Would it be better than what the taste used to be? Um... I think the I think the quality of musical performers that I've seen at Festivali has been a little better. But in saying that, Ben Harper played here over the weekend. Oh, don't even get and teeny tiny Stevies. We've got to get to that. <laughs> Our kids were moshing in the streets. Anyway, how did people get scammed at Festivali? Yeah, so you got Festivali right and sold they, out. There was a post that went up last week that said it's sold out. Mm. In the comments, and there were multiple comments, people were then selling tickets. Right. But a lot of the tickets weren't legit. Ah, oh, so people were sending so, money to get tickets. To and get then tickets. To, and turned up with not the right. Okay. Yeah. Which is just awful. I hated it so much because the tickets, tickets to any of these events now aren't cheap. No. And you want to take a family, it's hundreds of dollars. Well, the good but thing. that's what? Well, we give away a lot of tickets here. And the good thing about anything that we do on air, it's legit. We're not here to scam no. you. I mean, I use legit. Legit. No, no, well, we're not here to scam I mean, it's legit. But what? Just sometimes the chat breaks so- are terrible. <laughs> like this one? <laughs> yeah. A lot of Tasmanians were hit by a scam over the weekend to do with Festivali, which was in Launceston, sold-out event. People claiming to sell tickets to it and then sent the money, didn't get the tickets. I hate this because it can happen to anyone. Even just last night, we got a scam expert on next, by the way. Yeah, we're going to get to what it means for you, what you can do about scams, what you should be looking the out latest for. latest scams because they're getting sneaky. Well, I think it's really frustrating. Like, for instance, it's you horrible. buy a scam ticket to Festivali, oh. let's say. One, you're upset you don't get to go to Festivali. Two, you've given a scammer money. Yeah. So you're super annoyed. It's almost like a triple level of annoyed I've told mum to set her alarm and listen to this because this is legit what happened last night with mum. Your Apple Pay has been suspended due to unusual activity. I don't even know what Apple Pay is. Well, if you don't have Apple Pay, then it's a scam. To reactivate your wallet. Do you use your phone to pay for things? No. Then you don't have Apple Pay. Okay. So they're not going to... I think that's the same phone number that came up the other day when I was supposed to reactivate for the parcel delivery. But you hadn't ordered a parcel. So, like, why would you reactivate for a parcel? Oh, I love her. Does your mum know that you were recording her No, there? that's why it's muffled, because she doesn't even trust me with my phone anymore. I've been on radio too long, so I actually had it down my top. I had it down because <laughs> all I could hear was Esther. I think <sighs> I'm. Is this a scam or not? She doesn't have Apple Pay, but I'm saying my mum. Yeah. My mum believes that she's a millionaire twenty times over, and that she has six extra kids she didn't know about that needs cash. Yeah, well, my partner Erin's <laughs> been getting. I think yesterday she got four text messages saying, "Mum, I've lost my phone. Oh, I'm yeah. texting you from a mate's phone. Can you please send me cash here because so, we're going to a party." Oh, no, or, like, I need to reactivate. I've lost my driver's licence, need some cash. Like, it's, hey, mum, our daughter's five. (laughs) (laughs) Or if it's our son, he's three. Doesn't have a driver's licence. Up next, the scams to look out for and what to do if you are scammed. It's Triple M Breakfast. We did have intentions of getting a scam expert on to talk to you right now. Well, I do know he was doing the kid run today. 
He is taking his kids back to school yeah. today, Bastion. Unless we've been scammed. Treptor. Unless he's actually not a... He's not. Oh, no, I Googled him. He looks oh, pretty legit. Yes, okay. Because <laughs> Google never Google. lies. <laughs> well, hopefully we're going to catch up with Bastion Treptor, cyber consultant and scam expert, former hacker. Maybe he's out there ordering pizzas for tonight. Oh, that's how he got busted initially. He, he used did. to be a hacker. He stole a bunch of credit cards, ordered pizza on them to his home address. Police found him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a rookie hacker by the sounds of things, but he's a cyber security expert. This is Woody and Tubes. We are joined now by Australia's number one entertainment reporter, Peter Forty Ford. Good morning, Forty. Good morning to you both. A big weekend in the entertainment world, Forty. Prince Harry's older woman has been revealed. Oh, yeah, the older woman yeah. turned out to be two years older than him. Oh, come. This Hang happens on. all the time, Forty. Oh, he's dating an older woman. She's like six months older. Oh, well, I mean, technically she is an older woman, yeah. but uh, most people were probably thinking it was going to be like, you know, Joanna Lumley or it's going to be Dame Maggie Smith or something. <laughs> but it was an old friend of his. They, they knew each other quite well, yeah. and they were in a pub, and it was her birthday, and he gave her a stuffed Miss Piggy. But that isn't a euphemism. He really did give her a stuffed Miss Piggy as a gift for her birthday. Wow. And From the Muppets. Thing, yeah, and then next thing she says, you know, let's get out the back of the pub and get on the cancer sticks. And next thing you know it, he's, he's pashing her. And mm. they did the deed, and it only lasted five minutes. But the interesting part of this story is that this story is being shopped around. She's making it sound like, oh, my life has been ruined because he put the story out there and everyone knows who I am well no one knew who she was until she hired an agent and went out and started trying to sell her story so uh, you know, right. money it, grab yeah it's pretty much I mean look I, I can see both sides of it I mean she's but it just seems odd when she's saying I'm so embarrassed by all this and I've got children and you think well you made a lot of money over the weekend by selling your story you can't be that embarrassed so Prince Harry didn't name her in his book he didn't name her yeah, okay. and I suppose people will wonder you know, is it someone famous? And there was a story going around that it might have been Liz Hurley, and then Liz Hurley went public and denied it. And it turns out to be someone li- literally just two years two years older than him, and actually younger than Meghan Markle is. We've got some audio here, Forty. Hi, I'm Sasha Walpole. I'm here to tell my story. I am the lady that Prince Harry wrote about in his book. I didn't know Harry was a virgin at the time. It wasn't until probably the next morning when I actually thought about it. I was a bit, oh no, not because of him being a prince. It was just the fact that I'd slept with one of my friends and it was Harry. Then it kind of dawned on me that perhaps he was because obviously he'd never really had a girlfriend, I suppose, that I knew of. He may have been Prince Harry to everyone else, but to me it was just Harry. We were mates. Well, thank goodness he's cleared Liz Hurley's name. Well, that's true, too, but, you know, she goes into... For someone who's deeply embarrassed by the whole thing, she's going into a lot of detail about how she invited him to slap oh, her rump. No, I feel awkward listening to her. Uh, and she... To make it even better, as a British tabloid story, her day job was working in a knicker factory, making knickers. So, oh, I mean, well. you couldn't make this stuff up. But no. What we is... thought was a sort of a Mrs Robinson situation turned out to be just a, a mate he shagged at the back of the pub. And the Grammy Awards are being held today, Forty. What are you expecting there? Well, you know what? I, of all the things that I would like to see, two things. I'd like to see Ozzy Osbourne win. He's nominated in a couple of categories because they probably will cross live to him, I would say. And we know he's been crook and he's had to cancel his upcoming tour. So it'd be nice to see him. But what would really be good to kind of fix uh, something that needs fixing is for ABBA to win. You know, ABBA have never yeah. been nominated what? until now. Ne- this is their first ever nominations today. And uh, so obviously they'd ever won. So that would be the first time ever, first time ever win for ABBA if they can pick up one of their four nominations today. I don't today. even know how that's possible. <laughs> I know, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it one of the all-time greatest. That would absolutely infuriate my five-year-old daughter, 40. We love catching up with you. We'll catch you on Friday. So many huge events over the weekend, wasn't it? Jam packed. Massive. So many big things happening, like you said. Like we had the 70.3 Iron Man happening here in Hobart. Iron Man. Does it have to be Iron Man? Women and Iron Person. True. We had uh, the Living End playing here, the Super Jesus, Shepherd. 
Ben Lawrence Harper. Ben Harper. Who is one of my all-time favourite artists. Angus and Julia Stone. Yeah. Amazing Festivali stuff. Festivali up north. yep. And you had thousands of teeny tiny people in a mosh pit at the Theatre Royal. My what? brother took my nephew. My brother, he looks after my nephew in between Your my visits. visits. So he's the host of my nephew and he had a daddy's day out. Oh, yeah. With his one, Jude, Jude Fox is his name. And I reckon I got about 50 videos of it was Teeny Tiny Stevie's. Have you heard of Teeny Tiny Stevie's? I have not. Oh, well. Which is probably a good thing because it meant I would have had to go to this concert, <laughs> I suppose. It was so good. And what I was most surprised about is my brother was singing so loud and he knew the words to every single song. I ate a rainbow. Yeah, that's their signature song. Sure, they're not. Um, What's wrong with that? Like some of the artists in the seventies, <laughs> you know, yellow maybe submarine they were serving. I am the walrus. Red cordial, maybe. What and there's this called? mosh pit at the front of the Theatre Royal, and you see all these little. I wished I had been there because I would have been in that mosh pit. It was so much fun. It looked like so much fun. <laughs> It'd be like me going to a Harry Styles concert, being the eldest bloke there. Miley Cyrus. I love Harry and I love Miley too. And my brother bought so much merch there. Did he? Yeah, they won't be able to eat for a week. Merch? I ate a rainbow t-shirt. Teeny tiny Stevies. Teeny tiny Stevies. never heard of them. On the toilet book. What? Sleep through the night book. Oh, yes, And then my sister-in-law says, you wouldn't even let me get an Elton John t-shirt when he came to Hobart. I don't oh, know speaking of. They came to his si- in size, though. His size. Did you arrange this? What? Elton John. <laughs> it's Triple M oh, Breakfast. The Hobart With effect. Woody and Tubes. You can never know what it's like. There are so many scams around these yeah. days, Woody. Suspicious links, suspicious emails, Facebook and social media accounts, and not to mention the good old-fashioned phone call. What about we were talking over the weekend at Festivali in yep. Launceston? Sold-out gig, but people were selling tickets online and ripping people off. I hate it. To help us navigate the scams and what we can do if we are scammed, we've got Bastian Treptel on the phone to talk to us about all things scam and hacking. Good morning, Bastian. Good morning, Bastion, guys. You had us very concerned earlier that we had been scammed because we couldn't get in touch with you. <laughs> and then I said to Tubes, where did you get the contact details? Who, oh, I found it on Google. I'm like, yeah, because Google is uh, – according to Google, I should be dead five times over when I Google my symptoms. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> but it was just your kid had put your phone on silent? Yeah, unfortunately, they started playing games on my phone and I just didn't hear the call, so my kids scammed me. Look, that's that's how easy it happens, Bastian. Tell us about some of the scams that are happening at the moment. What are the latest ones happening right now? People need to wake up at the moment because everyone thinks it's just that badly spelt email, but they're getting very clever in the scams that they push on us. So the main thing we've got to do is jump onto a website and it's called Have I Been Pawned, P-W-N-E-D, not the bad spelling one. And have, have a look to see if you've ever been involved in a breach. And what a breach is, is, for example, Medibank or Sony or all these breaches that we hear about every day. And if you have, they'll use that information against you. So this might be why my partner is being texted all the time saying, Mum, I need some extra money. Here's a link. Can you please Venmo me some money? I've lost my driver's license because we were part... When Last time you were on the show, we went to the haveibeenpawned.com, P-W-N-E-D, uh, and we realized that we were part of the Medibank hack, Bastion. Yeah, exactly right. And once they have a little bit of information about you, this is where Australians need to be very careful. So, for example, if they know that you go to the gym, they'll send you a link saying, hey, we're giving you 25% off your gym membership this month if you click on this link. 
um, exactly that hi mum one has been really successful. Yeah. So they'll send you the link and saying your children need money and what parents don't want to send their money Bastion, I found out over the Christmas holidays that I have two kids I didn't know about <laughs> and both of them needed money. So I sent it. I don't know who the fathers are, but what? No, but that is a very popular one at the moment. That's going around. As is, there was Guardian Australia that were hacked as well. There was a cyber attack on them. Absolutely, a really successful one as well in Australia, which is an oldie but a goodie. Uh, We have pictures of you doing terrible things in front of your laptops, and we're going to release those pictures to your family and friend if you don't send us the money straight away. They 99% of the time don't have any pictures of you, but many Australians are frightened and they send Jeez. the money away. So what do people do if they feel like they've been scammed, Bastin? First thing, never, ever give information over the phone. So no organisations are ever going to ask you for your password, for example, and no one's going to ask you to send money. If you do think you've been scammed... Um, particularly if you've sent money anywhere, first thing, call the police and make a police report. Uh, the Australian police have now actually got a offensive IT security team and they can actually go after these guys, which is fantastic. It's the first time that's happened. Uh, and also ID care is a great place to start as well. But please, just Australia, we are such victims of this and we yeah. are targeted by the people overseas. And I think last time we spoke, they're advanced. They, they, you know, They've got hundreds of staff that's a fantastic business model for them so just don't fall victim to them and if you do jump onto your passwords change everything straight away change your credit card numbers contact your bank contact id care they'll talk you through step by step what you need to do but uh, it is very easy to do and, and even i've fallen for scams so and i work in the industry <laughs> yeah yeah well we we were talking about it just over the weekend a lot of tasmanians were, were scammed out of concert tickets to festivali it was a sold out gig people were buying them from people selling them online they never existed yeah they're so opportunistic yeah they're so well thought through and they're just taking us for a ride so your advice, Bastian, is to be aware, be careful, don't click suspicious links, and if you are, get in touch with the police. Yeah, absolutely. But just please stop sending money. I, I, I think it's $8.7 million already this year that Australians have lost. Um, if you've got that little spidey sense, nothing is that urgent that you can't have a think about it. Call a loved one, call someone at idcare.org and say, hey, this is a situation... Do you think this is a scam? And that'll stop it straight away. Yeah, well, the man Bastion, that knows, he's yeah. the reformed hacker himself. Bastian Treptal, former hacker and scam expert and cyber security expert. Thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Udi and Tubes. Thank you very much. Look forward to it next time. It's Triple M Breakfast. Our state's best on show. Tri- Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tazzy Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Our carryover champ, Aaron from Austin's Ferry. Good morning. Morning. How was your weekend? Not too bad, mate. Did you sleep last night? Oh, yeah, pretty good. Oh, good. Did you spend it studying, Aaron? No, not at all. Oh, good. (laughs) Love it. Winging it like I did through uni. Well, Aaron, can you test your buzzer, please? Aaron. Beautiful. And you'll be taking on Wayne in Gilston Bay. Good morning, Wayne. Morning. Hello, we? What are you going to do with 200 bucks if you take it off Aaron? Oh, I don't know, mate. We'll have to get there first. I love, right. that. love that attitude, Wayne. All right, can you test your buzzer, please, Wayne? Wayne. Beautiful. Not many Waynes getting around. No. Great name, Wayne. All right, here we go. Question number one. Buzz in with your name when you know the answer. They're all multiple choice today. Sometimes you don't need the multiple choice answers, though, to get them. The question number one. Here we go. The Tasmanian Symphony Orchestra currently calls which venue home? Is it A, Federation Concert Hall, B, Theatre Royal? Wayne. Aaron. Wayne. Oh, come on. B. Aaron, would you like to have a guess? Aaron. I love your commentary. Are you trying to psych me now? A little bit upset that I called Wayne first there, Aaron, but it was clearly... Yeah. Clearly, oh, Wayne. I don't know about that. Mate, it was clearly, <laughs> clearly, yeah. clearly got there. It was, yeah. I have to concur. <laughs> All right, question number two. Multiple choice again. Simon Baker, star of The Mentalist, was born in which Tasmanian town? A, Bernie. B, Launceston. Aaron. Aaron. Bernie. 
Wayne, would you like to have a Lon- guess? Lonnie. <laughs> oh, yes. Here it All goes. right, here we go. Whoever gets this right wins the $200. 200 bucks. Remember to buzz in when you know the answer, but it is multiple choice. And let me tell you, this one is a tough question. Question number three, the tiebreaker for $200 thanks to Creative Modular Homes, fast, fabulous, affordable, is Newtown Bay Golf Club is located in which Hobart suburb? Who was that? Wayne. Newtown? Incorrect, Wayne. Newtown Bay Golf Club is located in which Hobart suburb? A, Newtown, B, Lutana, Aaron? Lutana. (laughs) Just like Wow. Fell backwards yeah. into that. Oh, Aaron. <laughs> Loose behaviour, but it's 200 bucks for you, Aaron. What do you want to do? You want to come back or you want to take the 200 I'll take the 200 Take the 200 <laughs> Okay. Brilliant stuff. Well Wayne, done. unfortunately, we've yeah. got nothing for you. Head on back nah, to camp. Right. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> 200 bucks. What are you going to do with the cash, Aaron? Spend it. Spend it. Well, yeah, that's a great idea. (laughs) We'll use that in the promo, that's for sure. Maybe some bourbon. Oh, well, treat yourself however you want. Aaron, it's Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. We'll be doing that all again tomorrow. This is Woody and Tubes. How about Will Ferrell? We don't talk a lot of goss on this show. I love Will Ferrell. He follows me on Twitter. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think it's him. Well. What? (laughs) Is it him? Well, it says Will Ferrell follows you. I don't know what. I haven't updated. I haven't put a post up for four years, so I don't know what he's following. But Right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he likes dogs. It's the only thing I put up there. But he um, went on stage because his son is a musician, which I didn't know. And he had – so Man- uh, Magnus is his son. He had his first live performance. He's in a band. Yeah. And as he's there trying to get into his groove, Will Ferrell comes on stage – with a cowbell and starts playing it. <laughs> Can you hear it? Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> cowbell, I didn't realise the significance to this. No, well, this is this is what he does. Will Ferrell's a big cowbell man. Yeah, right. It goes way back to one Step of his... Step brothers? <laughs> well, no, even before that. I got a boat. <laughs> What? Haven't you seen that song? I love that movie. Yeah, you don't remember the song I Got a Boat? No. I got a real big... We'll get some audio of that. Okay. Producer real. Yeah. It's great. Well, great it goes back to one of Will Ferrell's characters on Saturday Night Live, oh. Gene Frankel. He comes out, as, as part of the skit, he comes out... Um, don't Fear the Reaper, the song, and he goes, we need more cowbell. And he stands at the back and he just plays the cowbell flat out. Have you not seen it? He's got a jumper that goes halfway up his shirt. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, I'm on a boat. Sorry, I got the lyrics wrong. That's, the song is that's on. not Will Ferrell. Yes, it is. It's Will Ferrell in Step Brothers. Really? It is. In Step Brothers, I'm yes, on a boat. it is. I'm, I'm on, on a boat. boat. I'm on a boat is Andy Sandberg no, and it's not. The Lonely no, Island. No, no. This Anyway, we'll get we'll get some audio of it next. It's I'm well, on a boat. What? But <laughs> From Step Brothers. Yes, from Step Brothers. Great movie. They're it Step is a great Brothers, movie. obviously. <laughs> and I'm familiar with the movie. In that they both live at home, a bit like me, in their 30s. And <laughs> it actually their parents is a get lot married. <laughs> And they have to share a bedroom and they hate each other. You better be careful. But then they fall in love. They realise they're best friends. Oh, don't just spoil it. It's not a spoiler alert, but uh, you better be careful. You might end up with a stepbrother or sister. Well, I wouldn't Liz, mind. Liz might be on the prowl. There's no room. No room <laughs> in my mum's one bedroom house because I'm on the couch and you can be on a boat. But <laughs> my dad, that's something my dad, if my dad was still around, that is something that he would have done. He, he used to come in to work all the time to print, to use the services here, like print off his poems, and then he'd try to get on air to read his poems. I love my dad, but it was a bit, he was a bit loose. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, the title of the boat <laughs> song in Step Brothers isn't able to be said on air, and the song isn't appropriate either. Oh, okay. Well, that comes from our producer. Our fun stopper. <laughs> <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. We're talking about Will Ferrell and he busted on stage to his son's first music gig and played a cowbell. I'm going to text from KB in Belle Reve that reckons you need some fact-checking. 
No, I don't. I said... Because I, you said it was I'm on a boat. Oh, yeah, Will Ferrell's Step Brothers, if you haven't seen it. Great movie. Well, kids, maybe Slightly check with your parents. <laughs> Slightly inappropriate. But he does a song called, I thought it was I'm on a boat, I'm on a boat. You know, but it's not. Yeah, it's, that's um, and Lonely then producer Island. Producer Rhea said we can't play it because it's inappropriate. Neither and is so, I'm on a boat, to be honest. <laughs> I'm on a boat is, is not appropriate either. Just so people can remember it. Do you remember this? It's a great movie. Oh, yeah. This Bolton. is not. Bolton. 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 <laughs> well, no, that's. Oh, yeah, that's just be careful. Movie. What? If you. It's, you're right, Rhea, it's not appropriate. Luckily, this is the instrumental, so we should be okay. But that is not I'm on a boat. Yes, it's it is. Different. It's boats it's and... Bo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boats and... Tomatoes, tomatoes, potatoes, potato. We got uh, there in the end, didn't we? Boats and uh, friends. This is old people radio. It's not. Just where we vague off into the distance It's just a little... Randomly... Just, what? Just... What boats we're saying is... Yeah, boats, boats and, and... Yeah. But you, what I'm saying is that you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I told you, you so. Well, that's that's that. And this is this. And I can say it now. What? The, the Will Ferrell song. I'm really sorry about those you, breaks. You because, should apologise to me because you oh. said that it was I'm on a boat and I said it was Lonely Island. Like, no, it's on Step Brothers. I'm like, Lonely Island, I'm on a boat was not on Step Brothers. I've watched that movie quite a bit. And I you said, yes, it was Tubes. It was Tubes. And then you found out that it was not called I'm on a Boat. It was called... Boats and Hose. <laughs> <laughs> so no. I don't even know why we went to air with that. Actually, we weren't even going to talk about Boats and Hose there. We are going to talk about how you were embarrassed by your five-year-old daughter, Molly. That's actually where that break was supposed to I go. No, I was not embarrassed and by her. She made worked. me embarrassed... Yeah, that's the same she, thing. She makes me proud every day, but she embarrassed, embarrassed me in front of some adults. Yeah, I probably need to talk about that later. Well, just I know the story actually. Okay, um, I walked home, picked her up from school yeah. on like one of the first weeks, and all the parents were there, and we're walking through to get out of the school grounds, and we stopped to have a chat, and all the kids were playing. It was really lovely, and for from out of nowhere. She walks up to me and all of these mums and dads and says, my daddy says swear words all of the time. <laughs> you do swear like a sailor. Oh. I've never, ever heard anything like it. Come on. Growing this up. is coming from the mouth of the South. That is a lie. You, that, every time you spit fire that, once that, these microphones go I off. I do not. Thank verbally. You. And whatever. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow with a massive show. No We've got swear words. Marsha Hines tickets. Oh yeah. To give away. But then, if you're listening to this and at a later date, then you would have already missed it. But, but if you're listening to this today, which is February the sixth, sixth, give us a call from six a.m. tomorrow. And if you say, what can the code word be? Passion fruit. Passion fruit. We'll give you a double pass to see Marsha Hines. Just like that. Yeah. Okay. Fair uh, enough. But. Oh, what is it to again? That theatre. Oh, Velvet Rewind. That's it. Oh, I can't Marcia wait for Hines, this. It was Rewind. at Spiegel Tent and this is like This is the new two. version of it. It's going to be awesome. So first one to call us. one triple three five three. Any time tomorrow, yeah. the 7th of February between 6 and 9 a.m. and say passion fruit. Yeah. We'll know what you mean. And don't think that you won't get through because so many people <laughs> ring in. <laughs> Catch you tomorrow. I don't know who makes it to the end of these. <laughs> well, we'll find we'll out. We'll find out. Woody and Tubes, weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.